That wasn't really how it ended, but I lost it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Clubhouse. I'm Beth. And I'm Kirsten. And this is the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. Thank you for joining us for this bonus episode. I'm so excited. Kate, I forgot to mention on the podcast that McGruff the Crime Dog is following us on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm super excited. He's got a lot of followers. Yes. He's a pretty popular fellow. He is. You know what? And I don't remember how it happened. Because I didn't like tweet to him or anything. He must have seen something. Maybe the after school specials. I Yeah, might have been. I don't remember. Yeah. But he started following us. So I was so excited that I kind of fangirled a little bit. Okay. Because yeah. I love McGruff. And yeah. he was real. He kept it real, man. Yeah. Some of his ads were pretty, mm-hmm. pretty very scary. Mm-hmm. Today, Case. Yes. For this bonus episode. Yes. We have another ABC after school special. This time we're going to review the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. Yes. You can do it, Duffy Moon. You can do it, Duffy Moon. You can do it, Duffy Moon. For those of you who remember this one, it originally aired on February 4th, 1976. So it would have been just about three weeks before my seventh birthday. There you go. So you were in first grade. I was. According to IMDb, that's when it aired. According to Wikipedia, it is based on the book called The Strange But Wonderful Cosmic Awareness of Duffy Moon by Gene Robinson. I, I was trying to think if, if I remembered reading this book, and I don't, but that doesn't mean I didn't read it. Okay. And I don't remember reading it either. I, I think it's entirely possible. I looked it up, and the cover was strangely familiar, but that mm-hmm. may not, might be because I saw it in the library or who knows. Yeah. Wikipedia describes the ABC After School Special. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's a series as an American television anthology series that aired on ABC from October 1972 to January 23rd, 1997. Wow. It's a long time. Yes. Usually in the late afternoon on weekdays. So you'd come home from school, grab a snack, and then you're super psyched when a new one came on. Exactly. Most episodes were dramatically presented situations, often controversial. The first two we've done so far have been, mm-hmm. are of interest to children and teenagers. And the topics included illiteracy, substance abuse, and teenage pregnancy. The series, what was the one you just looked up? The one, oh, my mother is having a baby? Yeah. Something like that. The series won 51 Daytime Emmy Awards during its 25-year run. That is very impressive. Yes. So Ike Eisenman plays Duffy Mooncase. Okay. He has 62 credits on IMDb. And he became a child actor at the age of 10 when he guest starred on Mannix. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Good for him. He then went on to star in the original, which this is one of my favorite movies. I loved Escape Mm -hmm. to Witch Mountain. Yes. I believe, if I'm not correct, one of the Richards who's on the Real Housewives was in that. Yeah. Kim? Kim? I don't... One of them is. One of them. She was also in Halloween. Yes. And I think she was also in Return to Witch Mountain. But I think they played... I think he played her sibling in the movie, if I remember correctly. It's been a long time since I've seen it. His last credit case was as sheriff in the 2009... Race to Witch Mountain. Cute. Which I did not see. No. But I think that's really cool. I like how they included him him as an adult in that. I love it when they do that. It's fun. Lance Kerwin plays Peter Finley. Okay. He was also in Escape to Witch Mountain. Okay. But he's probably, I don't know if you remember this series case, he's probably best known for his role as James Hunter and James at 16. No, I do not remember that. The pilot for that was called James at 15 and Kate Jackson was actually in it. Oh, And cool. so then when it went to series, it was James at 16. I'm pretty sure my sister watched it, but it would have been 
like we would have been that age. I mean, it was it was on in the 70s. So okay. we were probably a little too young for it. Probably. To enjoy it. Yes. And he also starred in five after-school specials. Good. There you go. Yep. He does today have a film in post-production, but he also hasn't had a credit since Outbreak in 1995. Okay. So he didn't work for quite a while there. Okay. Now we've seen this one. I'm going to bring this one up quickly. And some of the, there's a lot of characters in this one, but I wanted to bring up Ella Keenan because we talked about her before case. We saw her in the house without a Christmas tree. No. Yeah. She plays Boots McAfee. It's a very brief role in this one, but so that would have been our second 22nd review, number 22. Yes. And her last role was Jenna on Pretty in Pink. And then she died before Pretty in Pink came out. And I found out from doing a little research that it was apparently she had a bad reaction to an asthma drug. And oh. that's what killed her. Okay. Apparently, that's what her her death certificate says. So, and I, I, I also found some <clears throat> um, John Cryer and Molly Ringwald have both made comments about her death in the past. And I actually didn't even realize she had died before that movie came out until a couple years ago. Well, I didn't until we were talking about it earlier in one of our previous podcasts. Yeah, yeah. isn't that? It's so sad. sad. It's so sad. yeah. So anyway, we also did find out that Howard Thurston. Who did he play? Thurston P. Howard Thurston, the Third. Thank you. Yes. He's he plays Dr. Flamel in this one. Yes, yes. So yeah. Right. And and Jerry Van Dyke is also in this one. Yes. But there's such small roles. I didn't think it was that important. It's so weird because there's such big like names. There's such big names. This was clearly before. No, because this would have been after. No, this was so it was like it was a good thing to be in an after school special. Yes, it was. And yeah. there's a lot of famous people in that come in and out yes. of, of these specials. Well, let's get to the special. Let's let's talk about it all right so the movie opens on the last day in middle school where a group has graduated and a photographer is capturing the moment so he has the whole class just standing on the grass no teachers yep and nobody's chaos nobody's up or down or anything they're just standing flat and he's going to take a picture and his camera isn't even higher than them it's Mm -hmm. just nope he's just and but then he asks the little kid in the back referring to duffy moon to come to the front so duffy is bullied horribly by the way his like it's just incessant it's, it's, it's very sad yeah and um so he comes to the front for the picture he's pissed off then he th- this group of kids are like making fun of him and uh then there's a little bit of a fisticuffs and then he gets hit in the eye Aww. so duffy comes home runs into the house goes to his room slams the door his best friend peter peter who stepped in to stop the bullies is right behind him. So at home, his uncle Ralph uh, is sitting in a white undershirt, drinking a beer. Yeah, yelling it's, at the it's TV. It's not like it's it's not like he's wearing a t-shirt like my Dolly Parton. No, he's like undershirt. took off. Yeah, he took like his shirt off. He's sitting there with his undershirt. Yeah, holding a cigar in one hand, holding a beer in the other, yeah. and screaming, screaming at the, at the TV because they're sports ball. Doesn't even acknowledge Duffy. And then Aunt Peggy, she's upset because she sees the cut, which is why he slams his door. She is full on. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. She's like panic yelling yeah it's and she's that high she's at an eight out of ten the entire movie yes so she begs ralph to talk to duffy and he refuses the uncle because duffy doesn't listen to him so then okay peter comes and goes to his room and duffy says listen i got this figured out see this book i got this course this home study course cosmic awareness how to grow rich it promises that Dr. Louis Flamel, who teaches the course, uh, promises to unlock the timeless energy of the cosmos and transform your body into a dynamic machine. 
gobbledygook. Mm -hmm. Peter questions why he would take the class and Duffy responds that with cosmic awareness, nobody will be able to hurt me anymore. So Peter tells Duffy that Dr. Flamel is the only one getting rich. He's not wrong. Mm -hmm. We find out Duffy. Actually, he doesn't get rich. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay, so we also find out Duffy in his room, he has a, a crow that's trained and his name is Niagara Joe. Yeah. And he's really good at gardening. Uh, Duffy is really good at gardening and he's a member of the American Begonia Society. Is, is that a real thing? Those are real flowers, but interestingly enough, flowers, the plants that he has yeah. are not. Begonia? I don't know if I even saw one begonia. That's funny. I didn't pause it to look, but I was like, those are not begonias so okay <laughs> later we find out during a discussion between peter and his dad jerry van dyke that duffy's parents are dead his aunt babies him and his uncle only cares about sports mr findley tells peter not to worry about it and everyone wants to be someone they're not yeah so peter and his dad though i love the relationship that they have Aww. and there's no mom ever am i correct no in that? and then, so and then his, dad says, his dad yeah his dad's like i want to be a famous writer but i write cookbooks or something like that but he's always like cooking. it's so cute because he's always cooking and trying stuff like oh that didn't work yeah so <laughs> it's cute it's it's funny yeah he's kind of like a mad scientist in a way he's, that's how we pictured yeah him. all right so Peter notices Duffy outside his house holding the course book in one hand with Joe, Niagara Joe, the bird, perched on the other. It's super weird because he's standing in the road mm-hmm. with a book in one hand. I'm doing it right now. It's arm out. Mm-hmm. So the bird is perched. Yes. And staring at Peter's house. He looks crazy. Yes, he does. <laughs> he, I mean, that's he, not he the does. only time, but yeah. that is, it's a little... It's a little unsettling if you don't know what's happening. Yes. And then, okay. And then Duffy does what we are going to henceforth refer to as the cosmic awareness look. Um, I think you're going to really talk about this good. But we're going to have to, we're going to have to describe it it to you. Okay. So this is what he does. He makes a face that looks like he's tooting a tuba. Like his cheeks are super duper puffed up. And also trying to His lips are pursed. He's all scrunched up. And then there's a bit of cosmic music. Like and how would you describe the music case? I mean, I I didn't know how to describe it because it's like doo 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 doo. You know what I mean? It's like weird, like little magical. It's almost like calliope music. Yes, and it's it? like ten seconds long. Yeah. It's really short. Yeah, not even ten seconds. Probably. And then he okay, so he makes the face, and you hear the music, and then he usually puts his hand out, right, and then he speaks yeah. in a robotic voice, and in this case, he says, "I am in total control." And then a female voice you hear say, you can do it, Duffy Moon. You You can can do do it, Duffy Moon. I am in total control. All right. You can do it, Duffy Moon. It's it's strange. It's strange. It's strange. Peter is skeptical. But Duffy says Dr. Flamel warned him there might be skeptics. All right. So then Duffy asks Peter if he'll go to the plant store with him. But Peter wants to play street ball. Duffy does his cosmic awareness. You can do it, Duffy Moon. You can do it, Duffy Moon. And after they flip a quarter, they go to a, the gardening store and buy some plants. <laughs> it's, there's some really lovely, funny moments yes. in this. All right. So now they're on their way back. And a, an older woman, she's quite old. Very and old. frail. She's trying to put up a rock wall with rocks that are almost boulder size. Seriously. They're, because they're like three foot diameter. At like, least. Yeah. They're quite, quite large. And so the boys are like, hey, can we help you? 
And it, please sit down. So she sits down. So Duffy does his cosmic awareness. You can do you it. can do it, Duffy Moon. You can. Do, and he tries to lift one of the heavy rocks. Peter tells the old lady to call "Help is here," which is some company, and tells Duffy there's more to life than willpower. And then Peter leaves. Yes. And Duffy proceeds to build the wall. He does. He's yeah. able to do it. He's now, able to build the wall. I should say that the help is here is actually a group of like sixth graders, seventh graders who have like their own little lawn yeah. business. Other kids. Other kids. We're going to refer to them to the help is here kids because they're all wearing white shirts that say help is here. Yes. And we don't know any of their names. No. Then Peter comes back and he saves Duffy from falling over because Duffy's finished building the wall. <laughs> and, and the old lady gave him $2. So there you go. All right. Now, across the street, we see a kid in a T-shirt that says help is here and kind of giving a dirty look because Duffy built that wall and earned the two dollars. Yeah. And that's their business. I mean, they should be they're getting mad because Duffy's going to take away their work. Yes. All right. So the next day, Duffy is laying in bed recovering and he's He's got got like heating pads. (laughs) He's got the white thing around his face. And ice. He's got ice and so funny. It's like tied. He's got the the white, like a t-shirt. I can imagine. Like after I did some gardening the first time this spring, my whole body hurt for days. Case, I'm going to tell you that I don't know what that feels like because I do not do the gardening. Because you quit. I quit like 10 years ago with the gardening. That's fine. Because plants don't love me. Well, listen. If they don't love me, I don't really have any use for them listen we've had this conversation you I need know. to talk to them and and caress I, them and love them i do love them they don't love me back that's the talk problem to them and caress them we've had this conversation it's too many things to love i know all right duffy later tells peter that the first rule of cosmic awareness is to picture what you want in your mind Woo. all right then duffy gets an offer to babysit so duffy puts his bird in a garbage bag which is so bizarre picture Grocery bag. Oh, you you forgot to go back. That Joe. Why did I say Joe? Oh, I yeah. Yeah, I skipped a whole thing. Hang on. Sorry. Okay. We're gonna rewind. I'm gonna rewind. So Duffy's in bed recovering. Peter comes and says, "Hey, that was a three dollar job." So (laughs) now Joe gives Peter a flyer for Duffy's new business called Duffy Moon Incorporated. He uses Peter's phone number on the flyer because his aunt might get upset about it. I wrote Joe, but it must be Duffy. It's got to be Duffy. Why did I write Joe? I don't know. That's super weird. Well, wait, did the bird fly it over? That's right. That's right. The bird flew it over. Because he was in bed, so he gave it to Joe, took it, and flew it over. Thank you. I was super confused. I don't know why. Me too, and that's why I just read it. Okay. I just kind of read it, and I was like, well, I'm just going to go with what what the script says. Yes. Okay. Joe is Niagara Joe. Yes. Okay. As Duffy hands out flyers all over the area, a bully in the Help Is Here t-shirt takes them. Yeah, takes them out of the takes mailboxes. Takes them out of the mailboxes and, and the pulls places. them down off the yep. places. He because they're, that's competition. Right. It's competition. All right. Duffy later tells Peter that the first rule of cosmic awareness, this is where what I said before, is to picture what you want in your mind. Duffy gets an offer to babysit. He puts the bird in a paper yeah. grocery sack and peter says you don't want to babysit and and he decides he doesn't want to be a partner in duffy's business yeah can't blame him so now duffy is walking to the babysitting place right yep and the help is here kid confronts duffy and duffy calls for peter duffy uses his cosmic awareness you can do it duffy moon um and the bully leaves, although Peter is standing right behind Yeah, Duffy. kind of threatening him behind it. Mm-hmm. Threatening the help us here, kid, but Duffy doesn't see him. Yes. Okay. So, and he also says, you're a, the, the help us here, kid. The help is here, kid says that they're under orders not to hurt anybody, but their bots, boss, 
Boots McAfee is going to be very upset when they get back from vacation. All right. So because of the business thing. So Peter asks if he knows who Boots uh, McAfee is. And Duffy says it doesn't matter. The boys now go and they are babysitting for some naughty boys. Very naughty boys. Yes. So Duffy does his cosmic awareness to turn them into frogs. So now they're outside hopping. The boys, the 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 kids who are who Duffy is babysitting for, Duffy and Peter are babysitting for, they're outside hopping around like frogs. They jump into the pool. Peter tries to get them out. He falls in. Duffy laps and then jumps into the pool with them. And then the boy's mom, the boys whose names are Andrew and Brian, she re- she's upset when she returns home because the boys are in the pool, yeah. which I don't, I don't know. It's like, they're fine. They're in the pool. But like, also, don't people know their own kids are naughty? Because she couldn't yeah. wait to get the hell out. I was so going to say, know. she met the babysitter yeah. on the sidewalk. Yeah. She wasn't even in the house. She, saying, like, she, like, she like left before they she even She gave no rules. She didn't even tell them their names. No. And so that's why I'm like, what does it matter that they're in the pool? I don't yeah, know why she that was, was so weird. Upset. Because she probably was upset she had to come home yeah probably <laughs> all right so at peter's duffy does his cosmic awareness thing you can again, do it duffy moon and they get a call to watch a lady's dog all right so they go to this lady's house and the owner of the dog says well the help is here kids they gave up on this job <laughs> so the dog seems a bit rambunctious <laughs> it's a way nice way to put it yeah so the um peter and duffy are trying to wash the dog and the help is here kids are yelling at them through the fence <laughs> but they do end up washing the dog yeah without any issues yeah yep yeah. so fine later duffy gets a call from mrs toby who moved into a haunted house and has a job for them he tells peter that help is here wouldn't take the job and neither would the police no mrs toby right yes or Duffy tells Peter. Yeah. Duffy yeah. tells Peter. Mrs. Toby told that Mrs. Duffy, Toby said. But, yes, but she he tells Peter what Mrs. Toby yeah, said. That, There's a lot of adults putting these children into predicaments. Yes. <laughs> ah, the yes. 70s, a time when parents did not give a crap. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's a different time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a little break now and listen to this little conversation. <laughs> been everywhere. I called the fire department. I-, I called the police department three times. The sergeant said I was crazy. He said the sounds were in my mind, not the attic. But how could I imagine those things night after night after night? And how can I let you go up there alone? Don't be alone, Mrs. Toby. We'll have Dodger. Oh, please. I don't think I should let you. You can do it, Duffy. We are going up there, Mrs. Toby. And when we come down, your fears will be a thing of the past. You can and we're back. Now, listen, we're going to try and get this done, but there is some thunder out. So hopefully you guys won't hear a lot of ambient thunder. It's like there. thunder, lightning, the way you love me is frightening. You better knock on wood, baby. Okay, right sorry. On. No, it's, it's okay. Live in my brain for I a know. short you time. I know, you try and live in mine. It's even worse. Oh, it's really, it's a tough 
tough day to get through some days i'll mm-hmm. tell you that much. Mm-hmm. so anyway we do have some thunder and we can hear it in the distance but i don't think it's quite over us hopefully we don't lose electricity too because yay see it was 50 degrees last friday yep it's thundering now and then tomorrow we have a heat index yeah. warning. So but it's like it's 77. Really... It was 77 on my car was when, it? I, when, when I got here. Yeah. yeah so I it's getting to- it's toasty. Yeah, it's very toasty. So anyway, Case, the next night it's dark out. Yes. And you can hear a werewolf howl. I didn't like that, but, you know, whatever. It's kitschy. Yeah. Outside the Toby house. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. Toby tells Peter and Duffy that she's been hearing noises in the attic. Mm-hmm. so why don't we send two children up that makes all the sense can you imagine yeah. that happening today no no duffy does his cosmic awareness you can do, do it, it duffy. and they have peter's dog dodger with them okay they find the source of the noise which is a frog it's, it's so weird there's no way a frog is making enough noise in the attic that she needs to call no the and why would a frog go up to the attic i don't understand that no. it was so weird i was like did I fall asleep again? Right. What did I miss? I know. <laughs> did, you didn't miss anything. No, I didn't. Just another plot hole. Yes. Peter tells Mrs. Toby that Duffy is a member of the American Begonia Society. Yes. And so she's like, hey, kid, I need help with my garden. Okay. So she offers them $15 a week to fix up her gardens. And they agree that's a lot of money. Uh-huh. So this, the so basically the front yard is the garden and it's completely overgrown. Yes. So they were, they're working hard. You can see them out there. Mm-hmm. It's a, little, a montage. Yeah, it's a montage. It is it's a, a montage. Gardening mont- I think it that's is. our first gardening montage. It is. And they, so they're cleaning the gardens and then you can kind of see the kids with the help is here. Shirts they're on. Happy. They're mad because that's a lot of money they lost mm-hmm. out on. And I think they're worried that Boots McAfee is going to be mad at them. Yes. I keep saying McAfee, like the, the uh, bug thing on the computer. On the computer. Every time I say that now, I see Cheryl Lance. On the computer. On the computer. And if you go to the inter- interwebs. The interwebs on the computer. Mm-hmm. I need to be on the computer. Peter tells Duffy he's worried about the help us here, kids. And Duffy tells Peter his cosmic awareness. You can do it, Duffy Moon. We'll take care of everything. Yep. Peter, Peter, who kind of yells at him throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And isn't like the super nicest guy to no, his best he's friend. Not, he's not super. Not really. But he's kind of a truth teller too. He so. is. He is. And I, I mean, he is a good friend because he does help, but in the sense that he kind of yells at him all the time. Mm-hmm. Peter responds by telling him that it's not his cosmic awareness, but it's himself. He's do done it. it. You can do it. So they have a fight and Peter leaves. Okay. And then Duffy starts walking home from Mrs. Toby's house. And the help us here kids throw him to the ground. They're yelling at him. And Duffy kind of does his cosmic awareness thing on them. And and they leave. Mm -hmm. But so this is kind of weird, though, because Peter arrives and helps Duffy up. And Duffy says that the powers didn't work. But they left. So I didn't really understand that. Did you, did you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe so, he saw Peter. I don't know. I don't know either. But so then he, so then Duffy's like, Hey, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe, or maybe, a. I don't know. They, I didn't think it didn't work cause they left, but at any rate they do. And he's worried because th- it didn't work. So he's like, Hey Peter, can I stay over with you? Because he had a bloody nose at this point. Yep. And he's like, my aunt's not going to let me go see Dr. Flamel in the city. If she finds out. And Peter's like, you're going to the city. And he's like, yeah. So Peter says, you can sleep over and we'll go with you. Okay. So now they're in the city the next day. They don't say what city, but it looked like probably New York City. Okay. But I don't know. The city. The city. But it was a big enough city that it had this old, rundown, fleabag motel. Mm -hmm. Motel. I mean, 
it's bad. Okay. It's like a horde in this inside. It like, was very scary. Through. It was. There was a guy, scary guy in the hallway, mm -hmm. and then there was just shit everywhere yep. in this in the hallway. Very gross and frightening. Yes, very. So they go to Dr. Flamel's door and an old man answers. And Duffy's like, um, you got rid of your mustache. Because he now realizes that this picture is really old. Yes. So Dr. Flamel's first response, this is, what's his name? Say it again from Gilligan's it's Island. Thurston Howell III. Thank you. Dr. Flamel tells him, he's not, I'm not giving you your money back. And Duffy's like, no, no, I've been successful. So Dr. Flamel's like, come in. And so he's like, oh, I'm about to go on an extended tour of Europe. Yes. And and he's like, why are you here? And they're kind of looking around and they see another book that's called How to Sell Things Door to Door. <laughs> so we, we know that he's in the game with a lot of books selling. Yeah. So Duffy says that his powers have stopped working. And Dr. Flamel tells him he's fallen under, quote unquote, adverse influences. He says his cosmic particles have lost their ability to fuse, but it's He's only temporarily powerless. Okay. And then he's like, do you understand? And Duffy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Because he goes on this kind of tangent and says all these just really long words nobody understands. Yes. So then Dr. Flamel is like, oh, I have this sacred Mahonga charm. And he offers to sell it for $5. And Peter's like, I've seen that at the circus for a quarter. And then he ends up selling it to him for 40 cents because that's all Duffy has. Okay. And then he tells Duffy he's his prize pupil. And then he's like, okay, goodbye now. And he kicks him out. Yeah. So then Peter's giving Duffy the silent treatment and Peter tells Duffy that Dr. Flamel is a fool. So when he starts talking to him again, he tells him Dr. Flamel is a fool and he, and Peter takes the charm and throws it across the room. All right. So Peter's dad then comes in and he's like, you guys need to stop fighting. And Mr. Finley tells them that someone named McAfee is on the way over so Duffy's looking for the charm, but then Joe got it. Yep. Right. The bird. Running yes. around and with so it in his as mouth. As they're trying to chase down this charm from the bird. Oh, I hate this. Poor, I know this was really sad. Duffy accidentally spills some hot food on Joe and Joe kind of falls to the ground. Yeah. I think in real life that wouldn't have happened anyway because birds are pretty fast, but it's okay. That's in the script. Yes. So now they take the bird to the vet because he's quite hurt. And Mr. Finley, Peter's dad, goes in with Joe into the room with joe yeah and he tells the boys you sit here so while they're sitting and waiting duffy's aunt and uncle come in and in a true abc after school special it the uncle and the aunt are very very kind to him and suddenly the uncle's like oh you got a call today because you weren't answering at peter's about this gardening business i didn't know you started a garden and he basically was like good for you you did a yeah. good thing and it yeah. was a very touching moment it was really nice yes so He's like, you did good. You were working hard. And then Mr. Finley comes out and he's like, Joe's going to be okay. So, whew, thankfully. Yes. I, I didn't like that scene at all. You I, know, you know where I stand on animals in film at all. I, I mean, I just can't watch them at all. So I, know. I was like, if this bird dies, I'm crying. Mm -hmm. And with an ABC after school special, you, you never, never know. know. You, you never, just know. never know. I know. I, I know. just never know. know. So now they're at Peter's and five of the help us here kids arrive on their bikes. So Duffy stands up to the biggest bully and tells him he doesn't have to prove anything and he doesn't need to pick fights or get his courage from a stupid book. He tells them he knows he's good at gardening and and to tell Boots that he's not going to stop his business. All right. And then they're like, why don't you tell Boots yourself? So the group of the Help Us Here kids move out of the way and we see only a oh, pair of boots, but yeah. they're girls. They're girls' boots. Like yep. the, the beautiful leather knee-length yeah. boots that were super popular. Fashion back, boots. Very beautiful. Yes. 
Yeah, and then they and then they like kind of move up, and you see it's a girl, and that's Alex Kenan. Keenan, Kenan, Keenan. Boots tells the help us here kids that Duffy is a genius. Like they're expecting Boots to beat the crap out of Duffy, mm-hmm. and instead she's like, "You guys suck. Look at what he's done for this business, and you've done nothing." Kind of thing. Yeah, which I loved. Yeah. So then she's like. Do you know anything about begonias? Because I know I have a client who is having trouble with hers. And she's like, okay, I'll give you the number of, of this neighbor, a client who's having issues with her begonias. And then she asks him if he will help with the lawns because her help is here. Kids are terrible at their job. Yeah. So Duffy kind of does his cosmic awareness thing. You can do it. Yeah. Oh, because she's like, because Boots is like, they don't know how to keep a lawn watered. And then he does this cosmic awareness thing and it starts to rain. Only it's not rain. It ends up being in the sprinkler and it's super cute. So they're all kind of confused. And then the rain ends and it wasn't rain. It was a sprinkler. And Joe turned the sprinkler on. And then all the kids are laughing at the end. And it's a really sweet ending, even though he's a jerk. So, I mean, help us here. Kids were a jerk to him. It's a lovely little ending. Total 70s, totally after school special. It was wonderful. Yeah, we enjoyed that a lot. It was fun to watch it again. All right. Do you have a favorite TV movie from the 70s, 80s, or 90s you'd like us to review or an after school special? Or an after school special. Let us know. You can find us on our socials. We're on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast, on Twitter at TV Movie Club Pod One, and on Instagram at Made underscore four underscore TV underscore movie underscore club. Or give the hashtag MFTVMC Podcast a goog and you'll find us. Right on. Until next time, we'll see you right here in the clubhouse. Da 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 da